Yo, welcome back everyone to 5-9 Gaming. It is that time once again, another episode of the Dokon Battle Podcast. So we are here with episode 55, Legendary Rest Period. Because yeah, both versions, uh, not a lot of crazy things have been going on this week uh, since the last episode. But both versions are due to get an LR banner pretty soon, so... Tried to work that into the title somewhere, but as always, I am your host, the Ningen, and I am not alone. I'm joined by some very special guests. So say hello to the LR King himself, the Truth. Ohio, five nine gamers. <laughs> Love that energy, and we also have the homie himself, Goresh. What's up? Excited to talk about all the uh, really exciting uh, things going on. I know. So, so we got a long list for this week. Yeah, so, yeah. and then also joining us, we have my fellow global main over here, DBZ Blaze. How's it going, my dude? Yo, what's up, everyone? Glad to be back on. So yeah, very very exciting week. Uh, the state of the landscape of the game has changed so much in the seven days since the previous episode. Uh, Cooler's Easy A went live on global, and I think that's basically it. So <laughs> jumping into the uh, first topic I have listed here. Now, obviously, Truth and Goresh were unable to join us last week. So I wanted to start off by just having a brief recap of one of the topics from last week and just get your guys' opinions on the new units that released on JP. Obviously, the Fusing, Kale and Khalifla, the Side Banner Unit, Cabe, and all of the Universe 6 easy A's that we got. So Truth, let's start off with you. I'm sure by now you've had a good chance to use all of those units. Uh, what are your thoughts on the new JP stuff? Uh, I think Kill and Cleef are very good. Um, their leader skill is probably one of the better ones in the game. Uh, the Bond of Friendship category is ridiculous. Rapid Growth has got some monsters like Super Vegeta, Gohan and Krillin, Tech Ultimate Gohan. They're basically just adding to their category, which is just nuts. Um, Link Set is one of the best in the game as well. They link up with like every good unit, which is really good. Um, and deep into events, they're very strong as well. Um, early on, they're not as impressive as I think a lot of people want them to be. Their damage is pretty bad. Um, honestly, their damage is not the greatest most of the time. Um, you have to get six orbs with Kefla for her damage to be really impressive. Uh, but overall, I'd say the unit is very good. Um, I, I definitely think that they're... Better than a couple of Dokkan Fest exclusives this year, I think. I, I would not call them the worst. I think I leave that for Trunks and Goten. Ooh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, Goresh, what are your thoughts? So obviously, as a global player, uh, we're going to have to wait a while to see them. Are they a unit that you would be excited to wait for to come to global? Or what are your initial thoughts on them with what you've seen so far? Uh, well, even like just putting their kid aside, like just them as characters, I'm really not that excited for them. I never really liked the Universe 6 girl Saiyans that, that much. Uh -huh. um, so I'm not really that excited for them just in terms of who they are as characters. In terms of like how good they are and like based off of their kits and their links and stuff like that, they're good. Um, I don't think they're anything that you need to like save up for specifically, but um, they're on a lot of teams, which is where I think a lot of their worth comes up, comes from. Right? You just throw them on a bunch of teams, they you know, link up pretty decently, so... They're a good filler option for a lot of those teams, but other than that, I don't really see them being used that often. Okay, and then of course, one of the, the big meme subjects from last week was uh, people couldn't wait to start dumping on the uh, Int Cabe unit. So, uh, Truth, I'm sure you've used him a fair bit now as well. What are your thoughts on uh, Int Cabe, especially compared to some of the other side bannet units we've been seeing lately? 
So I definitely do understand the frustration with him. It's definitely way overblown though. Cause like he's better than tech Goten. He's better than tech Krillin. He's better than tech Piccolo. Like he's better than a bunch of these banner units, but he's just not like Frieza or Gohan and Goten or one of them or garlic junior, right? They're all better. Mm-hmm. Um, I would or say tech the Piccolo? one thing with what say it again or tech Piccolo. I, I would, I think Cabe's, you know, he's just right there in front of Piccolo. It's close, man. It's close. It's close. Tech Piccolo, you know, those 1 million attack sets, they, they, they be hitting, man. It's very impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really impressive, man. Uh, but yeah, I would say the, the hate is overdone for Cabe, but his design is just very weird because it seems like they want you to use him with the girls, but like he's only actually good if Vegeta's on the team. So a lot of these teams, he's not like, he's not that good on. But he's not even on Kalen Khalifa's team, right? Like <laughs> Rapid Growth slash uh, Bond of Friendship. Because for some reason, Super Saiyan 2 Cabe's on Rapid Growth, but Super Saiyan 1 isn't. Despite the fact that he didn't even know what Super Saiyan was, right? During that fight, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that's, the I biggest thing know. to <laughs> me is like, you really want to use him next to LR Evolution Blue Vegeta, but they only share, what, two links with each other? So I don't... Yeah, Oof. That's the major problem I see with him. But other than that, I don't think he's like that bad. I, I really um, don't. Because Vegeta doesn't have stupid Super Saiyan. Bites us in the ass yet again. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't even blame Kaba for that. I would blame Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> Vegeta's the reason why Kaba doesn't work well with Vegeta. Mm. I, I, I wish Kabe had prepared for battle, though. That, that's the other thing, right? Like, Yeah, comparing him to Tech Piccolo, I guess at least he does have the benefit of being a Saiyan, so he fits into those teams uh, a little bit better. So. Uh, and then in terms of the easy A's, obviously we got physical Kefla and we got a bunch of the free-to-play units. Um, I know I saw the title of your video, True. So in terms of the uh, these non-Dokon Fest exclusive easy A's, uh, you would say Kefla is pretty good. They're all really good, actually. It, like even like the Int like um, if you're running a team without Vegeta, I would run Int Kale over Cabe easy, like easy, right? Int Kale's really good. Um, the SCR Khalifa is really good. The Tech Cabe is really good. And then Kefla is super good as well. But like, dude, you're comparing Kefla to Sin Shenron and Tech Pycon and shit, right? <laughs> so it's like she dunks all over them. Hey, um, whoa, hey, ma- hey, technically Marseillean is a non-Doko Fest exclusive easy. Yeah, he's pretty no, good. No, 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 no. He's, he's, he's got a, no, what I mean by that is because, remember, he had a real easy. Oh, like, yeah, like no, I see. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like, she's just the secondary easy of the yeah. Kalen Khalifa one. Um, she's good, but she's not like, I, I saw people saying like, she's better than cooler. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Right? Like, <laughs> it, yeah. The, the thing Ooh, is, wait, is that this cooler? Kefla, she can Physical be cooler. super good or mm. she can be pretty mid on any given turn. She's very mm. RNG reliant. Very, very much. Yeah. That's always the downside with the nuking style units. I think that's what we saw when so, looking at the details for the easy A's for the great apes was like Raditz has the potential to be really good, but he's a nuking style unit. So if you get a bad orb set up, then he's not good. So, well, so specifically, how does, uh, yeah, how do you think, how do you think physical Kefla compares to like AGL Goten? Wait, what's going? Uh, I, I, oh, okay. I mean, AGL Goten, actually he's, he's probably better, huh? Mm. And the physical trunks? I don't think so. Probably, yeah. Um, actually, I, I didn't even think of them, but yeah, that's true. They are super good. The thing with Kefla, both Keflas, Tech Kefla and this Kefla, is that you get the six orbs for them and they look so impressive, but it's not that easy to do, right? 
Like it's like six, especially for the physical one, six physical orbs. Good luck, dude. You're not, that's not happening that common. And that, that's the biggest issue is that neither Kefla, they don't do good damage unless you get the six orbs for them. Uh, yeah, because even if you have to use um, Goten or Trunks on a rotation without the other, they're still pretty solid. But obviously they're, they're built around using each other. And uh, both of them seem to be units that are only um, really at their best on very specific team builds. The reason well, that they, they look so much more impressive too is it's written the same way as the, the GT Dokkan Fest. They get the attack buff on orbs when attacking, which makes it hit the damage is just so high. Mm. Well, the other top, the, so the unit has come up already, and uh, I thought we would go to Goresh for that. Why not? Because, you know, being the resident Wicked Bloodline connoisseur. So the physical cooler EZA is now live on Global. Uh, we speculated about where he would be, how good he was based on JP player feedback in last episode, but now he's actually live on Global. So, uh, yeah, Goresh, take it away. Physical, cooler, how good is his EZA, and how good do you think he is ranked against all the other 120 lead EZAs? Yeah, so I haven't had time to use him yet in, like, the God event or ESBR, but I've used him in normal, normal Super Battle Road and, like, longer events, like, even Dragon Ball History and stuff like that, and he's, he's ridiculous, because I remember I did my video on him yesterday, and I brought him into normal Super Battle Road. Obviously, it's not, you know, it's not as difficult as Extreme. But there was a turn where he was, I think it was his first turn attacking. And he just, like, did, like, two 5 million attacks. That's then, like, a normal attack that did, like, a million damage. And he just, like, cleared the whole, the whole field almost. So, you know, people are saying, oh, yeah, he doesn't, like, look that impressive unless he's stacking up his passive. He's only really good in long events. But I look at those numbers that I just saw. And I'm just like, all right, well, he's, uh, he's he looks pretty good to me. So I think, you know, in terms of where he's where he fits into his teams, you can really put him on a lot of his teams because he he links up so well with STR Cooler and also the tech for uh, first form transforming Frieza, who just got mm -hmm. his EZA, mm -hmm. right? So, then, yeah, go ahead. I was just the units like Bojack, Janemba, Cooler's link set is amazing, right? Like, uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's really easy to slide him into a lot of those teams. And it really only takes him like one turn to build up his defense to like a really, really respectable level. Like, I think it's... As long as you get like three hits in with like the, with like this cooler, he's going to be hovering around like 200k defense without support or close to it. So to me, that's good enough to really be able to slide him into like wherever you want. And in long events, it's like, forget it. He's doing like 20 million damage. So yeah, uh, really good. I think for me, I do have him at the number one spot in the top in the 120% lead EZAs. Ooh. So you put him above the Super Saiyan 4s. Uh, yeah, I do. Blaze, what do you think about that? Compared to how would you rank cooler out of the 120 lead easy ace? Out of the 120, I would, I guess it's, it's kind of like very picky, but because cooler is really good. I think he kind of surprised me with his defense as well after he super attacks because I did use him as well. But the only real issue is that if you're trying to use him in the god event, right? I had some trouble finding like a physical leader. And it's not really cooler's fault, it's more Dokkan's fault because like you're not going to bring, um, the transforming Broly into the God event, he just gets you like killed. So, I mean, you could always bring Broly, but it's not, you know, I want to use Cooler against type advantage in the God event. But I'd say, you know, as far as support, I feel like Super Saiyan 4 Goku has it more than Cooler, I find. But it's just really nitpicking at this point. So, because, um, you know, we don't have a good physical leader that's 170 for Cooler, I, I do put him at number two. Um, and also, he is someone that is required to stack up. So, 
I, for me, I think you know I, I would put him as number two, but you can you can talk me into putting him at number one, and I would also agree because his damage once he gets two three super attacks, you're talking to like a different animal at that point when mm. he starts ramping up. Yeah, I think Global definitely had an advantage with the fact that we already had the EZA for the Tech Freezer, and so he has like a perfect person to run him with on some of his teams that are both just super good. I think once Freezer, I forget which form it is he has to get up to, but once he gets Shocking Speed, they have the exact same link set. So Yeah, well, what happens is third form and final form have 7 out of 7, Yeah, I believe. And then I think when he go, once he goes golden, he loses um, something. I think it's I think it, think it might be Brutal works. Beatdown, I think. Actually, no, no, no. No, third form is the only one where he has all 7 because he loses uh, Metamorphosis for Prodigies when he goes final ah. form. So yeah. I hate so, that yeah. too because... That works really good with uh, LR Janemba when he comes out, right? I love that. Transforming Frieza and LR Janemba together are insane. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that rotation of Tech Frieza and the physical cooler, like you take that rotation into a long event and you will not lose. So. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, getting to see them big numbers straight away from Cooler, having such a perfect uh, link partner to go with, he's very good. So Truth, since the other two put in their two cents, what are your thoughts then for Cooler in terms of the 120 lead EZA rankings? Is he number one or is it Goku? What do you think? I just had a thought of poor transforming Goku, man. He just has always been overshadowed by that. I've always felt that Freeze was better, right? On release, he was better. Now the mm. EZA, I feel like he's just way better, mm. right? Transforming Frieza. Yeah. Um, and then for the 120% lead EZAs, I'd probably go like Super Saiyan 4, Goku, Cooler. I mean, Vegeta's somewhere in there, right? I kind of combo him with Goku, even though Goku's the better version, right? Yeah. Broly's like, in there Angel. too, right? <laughs> he, yeah. yeah he's, I mean, yeah, he's in there. He's just number 10. <laughs> he's pretty, yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty good. Um, Angel Super Saiyan 3 Goku is really sick too. Mm, I was gonna say that's the one we still need to get on global. So how, how does he compare with like Cooler and Super Saiyan Four Goku? Should global players be excited for getting that final one twenty EZA? Yeah, because remember Super Saiyan Three Goku, he's got a really good link set. He's got uh -huh. Golden Warrior, Saiyan lineage, Over in a Flash, and Revival. So he works really well in a lot of places. Or, like he links up great with Tech Ultimate Gohan, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that is it for the new units. Uh, like I say, there's not been a huge amount going on in the game in terms of stuff that has released since the last episode. But we do have a few things to look forward to. Um, obviously, we know that Global is going to be getting the Part 2 LR banner for the Gohan celebration, which is the LR, Goku, and Piccolo. And JP should also get a Part 2 LR banner with their celebration. But of course, at this point, we have no idea what that's going to be. So just to get the plug in here, we did put out a form to you guys to create a fan-made card for the Part 2 LRs. Uh, that has been recorded and will be out very soon. So keep an eye out on the channel for that. So I guess we'll start with you, Truth, as the JP player. When it comes to the part two LR for JP, what are your thoughts on what we could see? Because obviously Kefla being the Dokkan Fest, is it going to be strictly Universe 6 related? Is it just going to be anything Universe Survival Saga? What would you like to see as the part two LR? Um. Okay, so I am not completely convinced that there's going to be a part two LR. I know Turles came basically in this spot last year, but two years ago, there was not an LR in October and they dropped God Goku in November. But what I'm hoping is that we don't get an LR here in October, right? Follow me. Ooh, and okay. then we get LR 
evolution blue Gogeta or some shit like oh, that. Whoa, that's, rise. Mm. that's what was so again, no LR on JP in October, I think is a good sign. That's that's what I'm hoping. Um, if I had to pick, though, it probably some version of hit. Right. I think now's the perfect time to drop like a hit or something like that. So. Yeah, God, Goku and Hit, so they have no teams. That's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the one that I see a lot of people asking for, but unfortunately... I, I've been asking have... for that for so long, but they would actually be <laughs> unusable in like 90% of the game. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame with the way those uh, joined forces units work out like that sometimes. So, so Goresh, if you could pick who it would be then for the Part 2 LR, who would you pick? Well, I would pick them, but I would make them like very specifically really good for like Universe Survival Saga. Mm-hmm. and like Rainbow maybe make them similar I would, ma- I would make them similar probably to how you, the uh, LR Universe 7 team works but like even way better and just for the Universe Vital Saga let's see and then Blaze what are your thoughts for the part 2 JP LR if we get one if we get one I think I would keep it simple I think hit is going to be the LR just to keep it generic um, if they actually do have an LR hit I would like to see like a counter hit like a hit that can actually counter with his time scale, I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and maybe it might even introduce, maybe they even might put in like in the nullification mechanic. I think that'd be pretty cool, but who really knows? But I'm just going to keep it simple and just say it'll be hit because it's all like universe uh, six so far. So I'm going to go with uh, LR hit. One I did see, this? I think it was our this? boy gone. An, an LR hit with no defense. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> keep up That's, the trend. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I did see. I think uh, our boy Minato mentioned it before as well, but it'd be very interesting to see a uh, Champa and Vados LR. It's like a new counterpart for the Beerus and Weiss. Yeah, be that'd be cool. cool. Yeah, I'll take so that. That could be something interesting. But Truth hit onto something uh, definitely very interesting there, because obviously Heroes is a big hot topic at the moment, because obviously the special announcement is going to be coming out soon um, for the 11th anniversary and all the things that are going on around that. And people are still now like getting hyped for that to come to Dokon. And uh, I hadn't really thought about that before. But yeah, if we were not to get a part two LR, that could maybe increase the chances of the first ever Heroes uh, LR. So Goresh, I know you know a little bit more about Heroes than some of us. Um, what sort of things are you looking forward to expecting? Any kind of predictions for what we could see from Heroes this year? I mean, there's like a long list of characters that we could get, right? There's like mm-hmm. approximately 700 different types of forms and new <laughs> characters and stuff we could get. But I feel like they probably lean more towards the newer stuff. But that's what we've been saying for the past like three years. And they just like never do mm. it. Um, I, I don't know, man. Because like the the whole like masked Crimson Saiyan or whatever his name is. Yeah. Crimson Masked Saiyan, I think is what the name is. Basically the Masked Goku Black, right? That's what I think they should drop. But I, I don't know, like him, like if they, I don't know if they're going to do a Dokkan Fest or not. I, I actually, I don't want to be like negative, but I don't think they will do a Dokkan Fest or not. I think it'll just be a normal uh, collaboration banner like we've got in the past two years. Because like, what what was the reason for them not to just make Vegito a Dokkan Fest? Like, I don't get it. So mm. I feel like because of that, there's some reason behind why they can't do it. And they're probably just going to do another regular collab banner, which I'm okay with, right? But if I had to pick the units, I'd probably just go with the, uh, some kind of like Gogeta, whether they want to do Evolution Blue Gogeta or not, I'd be okay with that. Um, and then like maybe a transforming masked Crimson Saiyan who like goes from like, I don't know, Super Saiyan to maybe Super Saiyan 3 Rose or whatever they want to do with that. That'd be really cool. 
Yeah, because the new stuff definitely seems like it would be the most hype, but I guess it always depends because the Super Saiyan 4s, especially the ones that we saw from last year's collab, those particular Super Saiyan 4 characters are were not new in Heroes. They'd been uh, in it for quite a long time, but obviously yeah. Super Saiyan 4 is a form that people get hype over, especially for the characters that didn't have it. So even though they were older units, that last year celebration was still quite hype for a lot of people. Um, but I definitely agree. Like, obviously, some unsurprising, I'm very hyped about the Master Goku Black and all of his different forms. So I would love to see that. Uh, Truth, what would you like to see from the Hero Celebration this year? I just think that Evolution Blue Gogeta looks so cool. Mm. I just want him to add. <laughs> um, Super Saiyan 3 Rose Goku Black would help teams like Super Saiyan 3 and Crow to Body and Mind, though. He would yep. be very good for the game itself, yeah. I think one thing also that like heroes does that we would never see like outside of a heroes collab are combination units of different characters that would be impossible to do like Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Super Saiyan Blue Goku combo unit would never exist outside of heroes mm. right or like a or like a Blue Gogeta and Vegito combo unit like we would never see them release that outside of a heroes collab yeah so stuff like that I think would be really cool um and the, the other thing I want to just quickly mention too about heroes is because they're incorporating global at the same time as as JP with this stuff now, can they even release characters that are not in World Mission? Because every single character that we have in the game right now for the Heroes collab units are all in World Mission. Yeah. So I don't know if they can actually release them if they're not in the game. That's a weird one, because I know before Heroes ever came to global, back when it was JP exclusive, that was always the explanation that we heard from whoever it came from, that it was well, a rights yeah. issue. And then, yeah, yeah World there's Mission a, there's came a... out. There's a reason we never saw a Heroes collab before World Mission released, right? Uh-huh. And that well, that was down to a licensing issue, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, it's licensing. Yeah, so then World Mission came out, and so then they did release a bunch of Heroes units. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to know whether that does extend to then the whole of Heroes, or like you said, just specifically World Mission stuff. Because the one thing, like, it's kind of the same thing you said earlier, I don't want to be negative about it, especially because I love Heroes, but last year was obviously the first time that we had Heroes on both Global and JP at the same time, and that was the 10th anniversary of Heroes, so we don't even know 100% that we will get it on Global this year at the same time as JP, so... Uh, it actually, like, if... if we're getting Gogeta and Janemba and stuff like that next month. It actually feels like it wouldn't be on global, right? Like, mm, exactly. Like, it's are, are they, 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 Let's not jinx it now. Because if they drop Janemba, Gogeta, and the Tanabata banner in November, like, yeah. Well, so that was... don't forget. We don't wait. Hold on. Don't forget. We also have the movie stuff coming out in November too. True. Yeah. Yeah. So that was another thing on the list to talk about. Is obviously what is going on with global. So. Uh, for both versions, we have an update that we are getting something related to the movie coming out in November. Um, obviously, we don't know anything about it at all other than that it, something is going to come to the game. So what do you guys think that that could be? Um, I mean, obviously, it could be anything. But realistically, what would you expect to see from this uh, movie tie-in event? I think a collection of epic battles versus Red Ribbon Army stuff at least would, would come out, right? Mm. Well, that could be interesting. Oh, interesting. I was thinking maybe like a raid like the Broly when the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie came out. We can maybe get something like that. A small yeah, raid. Like or maybe even get like a small introduction to a free-to-play character who really knows. But I'll be probably more down for the raid because they come with good rewards. So 
Probably something yeah. like that. Yeah, because when Dragon Ball Super had been, uh, Dragon Ball Super, when the Broly movie had been announced, uh, we obviously got that sort of raid event where you fought against, it was kind of like an easy A against the in base form Broly, who then obviously did become a farmable free-to-play unit. So do you think we could potentially see something like that with those two new characters that were shown in the trailer? It's uh, a little bit up in the air. Truth, what do you think they're going to do? Because obviously they can't, they're not going to give away too much. So what do you think we could see? Uh, I, I just, I just think it's going to be like a, like a, a raid easy or something like that. Just to promote the movie not actually really put too much in game. Mm. Right. Cause like, that's all yeah. like stuff we actually got from the Broly movie was, you know, like when the movie came out. So. Yep. Well, also the way that they worded the announcement was also interesting too. Cause they're like, Oh, like the Red Ribbon army is confirmed to come, like come back in the movie. We're going to be releasing something in November that, you know, is tied to the Red Ribbon army. So they didn't specifically say it would be tied to the movie, just mm. the Red Ribbon army in general. True. So yeah. it could again, I think it could just be like either an infinite dragon history stage going through like a lot of red ribbon army enemies or some kind of like collection of epic battles where it's like red ribbon army based or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that would definitely Infinity. be interesting. Okay. Gone, Blaze. And I was just say, like, if we also get like maybe a free to play uh, player or character, sorry, they might introduce the category red ribbon army. I don't know if that would be like a really good category in Dokkan, but you know, it would like fit the team of that. I mean, it would be good if they decided to buff like. They actually went into Dragon Ball and brought stuff in there from there. Yeah, so obviously we know that that is coming in November. And then as we've kind of touched on and as Truth said, like we we were kind of expecting heroes in November for Global at least because we got it last year. Normally that's when it comes out on JP. So you would assume that that is going to be the same for this year for JP. But we don't really know what's going on on Global at the moment because obviously we had the uh, tweet from I seriously recently, which was pretty pretty cryptic, but has led a lot of people to think that Gogeta will be coming as the next main banner. Now, obviously, that sort of bucks the trend for the last couple of years of all of that stuff coming in December. So yeah, yeah, Goresh, well, what was, do you think was, is um, going on here? Kawhi's response as well. Well, I mean, it's just the fact that he said metamore in Japanese, right? So it's obviously a good boy. Um, but the question I have is like, okay, so they're just constantly pushing these things back because at first it was like, all right, so we got the golden week in uh, at the same time. So what's going to happen uh -huh, in November? Yeah. All right, we're getting, you know, New Year's in November. So what's going to happen in New Year's? Are they just going to keep going through this like process where they're pushing stuff back and back and back? Or are we going to be getting a same time celebration as JP in December now? Hmm. Interesting. Do you think, Truth, then, the, cla the classic subject coming up yet again, do you think this could be another move towards maybe getting the games closer to being synced up now that we're getting this essentially nah, a whole month I, early? At this point, I, I think when we would see something like that is when, like, all of a sudden, like, they're going to celebrate the anniversary on both versions. That That's, I think, the thing we would start looking for. Not, like, the games actually closing in like that, mm -hmm. but, like, if it was having... The anniversary on both versions, I think, is the big one. If they actually do pull a same-time celebration on New Year's for Global and JP, we would literally be celebrating every single major celebration at the same time, except for the anniversaries. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's not, Golden Week, worldwide download celebration, now, now New Year's, like, that's all of them. Yeah, because New Year's yeah. for JP is normally a... It's like a non-LR Jaldo confess, isn't it? So... Um, 
It'll be interesting to see because was it was it like I forget now whether it was actually last year or the year before, but we got the Tech LR Gohan at the same time as JP. But obviously, we didn't get everything that came out around that at the same time, so it was not quite the same as a joint celebration. But obviously, Global has that issue with the the kind of big gap in the schedule because of the Golden Week units releasing at the same time as JP. So obviously that gap has to be filled with something else. And if they are going to use the Gogeta celebration, whether or not we also get heroes in November, then that obviously leaves December very open for something else as well. So do you think we could see Super Vegeta this side of 2022? Or is it going to be next year that he comes to Global, nah. do you think? I think Super Vegeta is coming out in like a few weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's going to come out before Gogeta. They're going to squeeze him in. Oh. There was no Alarcon celebration, after. was there? There wasn't one, sir? No, it was um, the Double Rates banner. Majin Vegeta's easy. Yeah. And oh, banner yeah, the Peppy like thing. Yeah. yeah, they could easily squeeze that in here. That's not a big deal. I mean, they, they, could, they could just move the Double Rates banner, right? Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was the Peppy Gals stuff was kind of... Uh, in a way, I guess, yeah, it was like its own thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be tied into the Super Vegeta celebration specifically. So, because I thought going in, assuming that Gogeta was still going to be December, I assumed that November we could potentially see either Super Vegeta and then Heroes or Heroes and then Super Vegeta to cover the whole of November. So, obviously, at the moment, it's all very much up in the air. Um, Hopefully, we do still get Heroes at the same time. Because if, <laughs> if Heroes comes to JP in November, but not to Global, I'm a, I'll be very disappointed, especially if uh, we don't really make sense. some of these new hype units. Well, that's also a reason why I don't think we're going to be getting like an LR or a Dokkan Fest for Heroes, is because if we're actually getting these at the same time, there's not that much time in the month of November to like squeeze all that in, I don't think. Because mm. doesn't the Heroes celebration, I believe, wasn't it? It was on at the same time as the golden week stuff last year for global there was um, definitely an overlap um i believe the golden week banner the the exchange boo and go tanks i think it dropped like the second third or fourth of the month or something like that and then mm -hmm. the, yeah. the uh the hero stuff dropped i think on like the 16th or something like that yeah so it was like at least yeah. a full week or so that that stuff overlapped so obviously there is yeah. the potential for that to happen well, the again the problem with the Gogeta celebration specifically mm -hmm. is that it comes with Janemba, right? Whereas yeah. last year we didn't have a part two, like new LR banner drop. Yeah, because the Gogeta celebration is a proper full on um, like celebration, isn't it? Because it has Janemba is like the part two LR. It comes yep. with. Um, is, it, is there a Dokkan Fest EZA and an LR? Yeah, EZA? Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just getting oh, to it. Oh, yeah. Time. Super Saiyan 3 Goku, and I think it was Majin Vegeta part of that, I believe so. No, no he was part Majin of Vegeta. Uh, no, he was Vegeta. Vegeta. Yeah. yeah, so I think it was just Super is... Angel Super Saiyan 3 Goku. It was easy. There was. At... <laughs> the thing is, both of those celebrations, the Gogeta and the Super Vegeta one, both have 10 EZA units. Uh, Great Saiyan 1 and 2 are with the oh, uh, Gogeta right. celebration. Oh, yeah. So I've got the Gogeta information up here now with the JP timeline. So obviously, we get the Gogeta, the side banner unit, Gotenks, who's very good. There was that free-to-play uh, Army of the Dead Freezer. Then we had EZAs for some of the Hero Extermination units. There's like the Goku, Vegeta, GT, Super Saiyan 2, Goku, yeah. and Maju. Gohan. Then, yeah, Super uh, Saiyan yeah. 3, EZA for uh, Angel Goku, with the side EZA for PyCon. Uh, and there was new ESBR stages. And yep. then we Goku had Janemba, LR, and a bunch more EZAs. So yeah, they, 
that celebration easily takes up almost a whole month. So that that actually is another topic we could talk about too, because uh-huh. <laughs> because in part two of this celebration, we thought we were going to get the new Super Battle Rope stages. So are we about yeah. to get those and then again get more during the Gogeta celebration? <laughs> yeah, because no, technically it's just, they're going to do a global. It's just going to be every celebration. Where are the the SBR stages? That's what <laughs> We're starving here, man. I know, I mean, I know. We're starving. I know. Because, yeah, the I think it was, was well, it I mean, part dude, one? Come on. It's a joke for you guys now. Like, all these new units, this, hey, like, special pose Super Battle Road was hard when it came Ginyu out. Now, like, Force. Ginyu is going to yeah. destroy that, dude. <laughs> True. That's, that's how it is, eh? That's how it is to be a global player. It's always good to be a global player. But, yeah, that's definitely a good point, because if we don't get the new Super Battle Road stages with part two of this Gohan celebration, if the Gogeta celebration is going to be next, that's supposed to come with more ESBR stages. So would they release those in the opposite order? If we didn't already have the SBR ones, would they switch those out for the normal SBR ones instead of the ESBR? It's, uh, how about, how about they just release time. the SBR stages when they're supposed to, and this wouldn't be an issue? Yes, yeah, that would be basically. great. <laughs> But yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, we have no official confirmation on anything for part two on Global other than that we would assume the LR, Piccolo, and Goku are still coming out. I would say that would be at least the only thing we could be certain of for part two of this celebration. But other than that, everything else is kind of up in the air at the moment. So it's going to be an interesting time for Global. Um, We get a bit of a taste, I guess, of that JP life of not really knowing exactly what's coming next. So uh, at least we have some something to work off of. but. Yeah, going to be very interesting to see what comes up in the next month or so. So that basically does it for the list of topics that we had to talk about this week. As the title suggests, we're very much in a rest period. So we are going to go ahead and go off to the short break. If you guys leave some questions in the chat, we will come back and go through a few of those to round out the episode. So feel free to leave any of those questions in the chat and we will be right back. Yo, welcome back, everybody. We are back from the break, and we're going to answer a couple of your questions here. Now, this first one catches my eye because this guy says it is a recurring question, and it it kind of is for everyone in the community, and we won't have a concrete answer to this, but it is an interesting subject to talk about, which is what the hell is going on with the 50% support units? (laughs) Uh, They're dead. Uh, I mean, here's, here's the dirty little secret is that six out of the ten suck now <laughs> so. i mean the the 350 million download celebration would have been the best time to bring them back because both the int ones were the first release and they were both namek saga units right mm-hmm. they could have started bringing them back there and maybe even easy aid them or something to start it off but they didn't so i don't know because units like pan tn cell they're just not i just feel like they're just not strong enough they're not doing enough mm. anymore yeah, I've a lot. The problem is, of course, a lot of people didn't summon on those banners all that much when they were around. So I for good reason. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm still missing two out of the ten, and the ones that I do have, I literally only have the one copy. And like you said, some of the ones you listed, especially at fifty five percent, they're just not good enough to use in oh. some of the more difficult content anymore. Which is at the shame. very least, they should all be permanently available in the blue coin shop. Yes. Yeah, something like, because at this point, with the power level that we're seeing from these side banner units, that sure, they're only giving 40% instead of 50, but as units themselves, they're miles ahead of these units. So honestly, at this point, they should just go into the general pool, but 
Yeah, there you go. I thought we'd highlight that one. We still don't know. We'll never know. Maybe they will come back, but it is uh, difficult to say at this point. So, and now I've, the chat has just scrolled out of the way. Right, so we have a question here from It's Jiggy that says, in the 350 million download survey, they asked if players wanted new ways to strengthen characters. What are your guys' speculations for the future for unit upgrades or other ways to train your characters? I mean, I've been saying this for a long time, but I want them to actually make skill orbs fun and, like, <laughs> not boring. So maybe some kind of system that allows you to combine them in some way to give them unique effects and stuff like that. That would be really cool. Because we have so mm. many useless... How many level 1 HP skill orbs are you, do you have? Like, <laughs> when are you ever going to use those? This doesn't make any sense. Like, Why do those exist? Let me use them in some way instead of them just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, it'd be nice to uh, be able to do something with those bad ones. Even if you could like dismantle them into some form of resource that you could then use to like roll for new ones or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Almost, it'd be almost like a gacha coins version for just skill orbs. It'd be interesting, but yeah, it's uh, it'd be nice to have a way to have something to do with all of those terrible ones because there's not really a uh, yeah, level one gold dot is really good. <laughs> I mean, even things like obviously well, you can use them on secondary characters, but when you get things like a level two additional. And it's like, you really want that level three gold additional for like your top tier mm -hmm. character. So you maybe throw it on like a secondary person. But if there was a way, even if it required you to use multiple other resources or whatever, if there was a way to upgrade that into a level three, that would definitely be something that would uh, be beneficial. So uh, we have a question here from Lord Chilled. That says, do you want to see changes in the meta like 150% monotype leads in order to make less viable characters, uh, i.e. Joined, force char joined forces characters, more usable? Because that is a good point. They, a lot of them, as we've said, even in this episode, they don't fit on a lot of categories and mono teams are kind of just not really a thing you run anymore. So true. Do you think we'd ever see a return to high level mono leads kind of meta or is that well and truly gone now? Yeah, I, I think they're they're kind of settled into what they like. The only thing I really would wish with the leader skills is that summonable LRs would just drop this 130 nonsense. Just make mm. it a 150 minimum. That's that's what I would like. Yeah, because I you... feel like, you know, 150 to 170, like, yeah, that's OK. It's not a big deal. But like 130 does feel a bit low. It feels like you're hitting weaker. You're not as tanky. Like you could feel it, I feel like. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I like when I'm building my teams, especially for what we would consider the more difficult events, I don't ever want to bring a leader that is lower than 150. So even with some of the really good LRs, it would be kind of nice to have, even if you have them yourself, run one as a friend. So you've got two on the team. You're taking that hit of having the lower leader skill. So... Um, for the uh for the whole mono thing like i would never want to use a mono team when i could just opt to use a team that has all the typings in it right mm -hmm. so i feel like if they were going to bring if they were going to bring back that in some way they would have to make it like at least 170 across the board key four or something for the leader skill because i again I, why would i use a team of six agl units when i could use a team that has agl str tech and like int on there like it's it's so much it's so yeah. much of a hindrance to only have to be forced to use one color yeah, outside of the mono super battle road stages and yeah, battlefield, yeah. there's pretty much no reason to use though. Because I guess that's how the meta has shifted along with the content itself. Because obviously back in the day, we used to have like 
the Dokon the Dokon actual events, which you know at one point were reasonably challenging, they would be largely one typing. Whereas obviously now we have all of these longer events where you fight a every single typing under the sun, and so having a mono team is not so much of an advantage anymore. But I definitely think we should see uh, an increase in leader skills overall because we were talking about the other day, even like the AGL Freezer, uh, AGL Goku and Tech Freezer, obviously both very, very good units, very good easy A's. They bumped their leader skills up to 130. So you, when are you ever going to use them as a leader outside of something like Battlefield? So definitely would be nice to see... Uh, higher leads just to ask you guys this is kind of a question more from me because it follows on from this same thing but obviously very soon uh with all the 120 leads being done at least on jp and almost finished on global we will be getting the easy a's for str rose and tech vegeto blue now obviously they have the very interesting leader skill where it's 120 but you have to have a unit of each typing on the team what do you think that we will potentially see from their leader skill after their easy a um what about one what about like 120 to super and extreme but then if you have one of each type in your team it goes up by 40 percent i feel like it's going to be the same and they're just going to bump it up to 130 <laughs> see that's i feel like that's the worst case scenario but uh blaze what do you think uh it's hard to say i mean i think i might have to agree with truth i was about to say i think it'll be 130 just uh, flat 130 across the board I, I i i would love to see 150 but that's just i don't know if that's really a possibility yeah so you guys are thinking more realistically but i'm, I'm in the i'm in the same camp with goresh i think if you're gonna i think they should keep the restriction one unit of each typing because you know some people will be annoyed that it is yes it is a restriction but it lets you play around with the team building a little bit more. But by keeping that restriction, just put it up to 150 because then you're at least competing with the weaker category leaders. But you're able to run a bunch of units together that you could never run on a category team together. So and then I because that's the thing that I think is a shame. We're getting a lot of easy A's for some of these units where they're becoming super good post easy A, but they don't really do anything with their leader skill to like that you would ever use them as a leader. So... I'm definitely excited with, to uh, see what they do. The problem with Rosé, well, the STR Rosé and Tech Vegito specifically is that Rosé is like a 500 times better leader than Vegito is, right? <laughs> True. Right, with support, yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, I, I mean, we talked about it before, but like when he first came out, I would have argued he was probably one of the best TURs in the game at that point. So I'm really excited to see what his EZA is going to bring. In fact, our boy Minato is in the chat and he says... It could be 150 because the LR, Sayaman 1 and 2, EZA, uh, they're obviously a free-to-play unit. They have that same typing restriction. And post-EZA, their leader skill goes up to 130. So maybe we could see 150. But obviously yeah, but they that don't is... Give key. They don't give key. I, they don't give key, though. I, that is true. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that people are going to be like summoning for these units for the leader skill at this point, right? That's, just, no, exactly. that's something that they reserve for new units. Mm -hmm. so i don't even think they're gonna like pay attention to it honestly when, when they're like designing sitting down to design these units EZAs, they're not even gonna like pay attention to leader skill at all yeah what's more interesting to me is how they're gonna deal with like s your ultimate gohan right mm. where he has 170 hp and uh defense and 130 hp like what are they gonna, gonna do with that they're gonna add like str as a sub leader and give him like 90 percent of stats or something i was thinking they just bump up the so it's i said 
it's HP and defense 170, attack 130. I felt like they just bumped the 130 to 150. Yes. So it'd be 150 yeah, for one stat yeah. and 170 for the other two. The or one. they could add STR and <laughs> just make it 90%. <laughs> Boom. You said Oof. 90% is trash. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's, that's <laughs> 90%. 90% are you, are you, you, you think they're going to make it higher than that? No, I, I, no, I think they're just going to buff the 130 set and call it. I think if they're at the buff, maybe they might put the 177 because we have LR Golden Freezer. They are an LR, right? But I mean, it's just 7%. Because they're the only unit huge, that's ever gotten that. Uh, right. But it's been like, what, two years? I feel like they'll save. I feel like they'll save that for something big if they are going to do either another one seventy seven or higher than yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Ultra Instinct Vegito from Dragon Ball Super Superhero. <laughs> I feel have it. <laughs> I mean, I guess in theory, obviously, we do have category leaders that are one seventy across the board, so they could even bump that one thirty up to one seventy and make him the definitive go to Hybrid Saiyans leader. But and I guess that's something that we will have to wait and see. So. But there you go. We are getting close to the full hour mark here. So that is going to be it from us uh, for episode 55 of the Dokkan Battle podcast. I want to say a big thank you to the guests, Truth, Goresh, DBZ, Blaze. Shout out to all of you guys for coming out for this episode. If you are coming in late or you missed any of the episode, obviously it will be up on the YouTube channel tomorrow. So make sure you are subscribed over on 5.9 Mobile and make sure you are following us on Twitter so you can stay up to date with all of these things as they go live. So from me, the Masked Ningen, that is going to be it from all of us at 5.9 Gaming. See you all again very soon. Peace out. <laughs>